bang, and here we are. Another episode of the Pub Crawl Podcast. How have we all been, gentlemen? All good. Well, it's been like two weeks since we heard from you, mate. Yeah, well, I've been busy. I've been moving into a church, haven't I? I know. All right. I've been, uh, I've been, been getting used to the old, the old poltergeists. Introducing the internet yeah. to the medieval age. <laughs> I have, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's all good. It's all good in the proverbial hood. It's nice yeah. to see you still alive, mate. Yeah. Chris, I don't know why, mate, but when I found out of Connor the other day that you're moving into a church of all places. I don't know why, it just suits you so, so much, mate. I think Cheers, you are I'm a quirky guy. That purity he's got about him. Yeah, oh, honestly. Set such a good example, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I've got a very sort of cherubic life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 I fly around bringing joy and whimsy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're like a shit Jesus. Yeah, the problem is, like, you know, it's like moving. Like a shit Jesus, yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I've already got a few following. This is fine. Relax. Yeah, yeah you haven't got an ounce yeah, of purity in you. Mate, you're going straight to hell. <laughs> we all know it, all right? We're not going to die way. You just got there. You're on the way. <laughs> I've, I've had to fight because I've lived in the same place for pretty much four years, like the same general area for seven years. It's a synagogue. So I've had, to, I've had to rediscover pubs so i found i found a few fuller's pubs and uh, we found the local weatherspoons and we've also found the local sort of random pub which is uh yeah it's, it's a beautiful place that's essential though isn't it finding your local weatherspoons it's it's 100 percent essential and that's it's all we a, found. it's a local um, landmark isn't it for, yeah. for young people but the local i mean Nolan, we took you there the the local sort of independent pub the old hat oh the old hat is a, is a beautiful Beautiful drinking establishment, the old hat, isn't it? Beautiful. I mean, the decor, the people, the beer, the prices were, you know, slightly, slightly less than the beautiful. The prices but... were bad. It was, it was one of those typical London pubs where you walked in and you went, fucking hell, I don't want to buy a round, right? Because the decor was so posh. And it's like, <laughs> oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. I need to do the right thing and say, who wants a drink? But in the back mm. of your mind, you're going, "Don't do it, you broke cunt." Yeah, the decor, the decor looked like uh, like um, if like a, a contemporary theatre play was doing a stage show, and you look at the set because you looked, you looked. I was like, "Oh, look, there's there's, got, there's gin bottles that have glowing lights in them on the top shelf." That's right. Yeah, they'd stuck fairy lights in the gin bottles. Yeah. Like, look how quirky we are. Yeah, and uh, but no, it's pretty, pretty, pretty affordably priced. So yeah, no, I'm all happy. Curious so, incident of the drunk in the night time. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant yeah so, yeah so that's that's where we are so I've, I've now moved in i'm back in the world so long may the uh the podcast continue uh, so uh g fox what have you been doing i've been worried about you i thought you maybe had uh passed on perhaps <laughs> pass up what's passed, that passed on i was uh, genuinely oh concerned. no no I no, no i haven't I, 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 it's all that's because well. you've been offline hasn't it <laughs> you know I've, I've been fine i've been hanging out with Darlin occasionally it's me me and Darlin have been digging it we've been going it alone Realising we can carry on without you, Chris. No, we can't. Um, no, I haven't been up to much, to be honest. But next <laughs> no, week... that's a realisation a lot. But next week, I'm going camping for a week. So I won't be available next week. You are. You are. Where are you going camping, boy? Norwich. Norfolk. Norfolk, not Norwich. <laughs> I'm not going to randomly Norwich. camp in Norwich. <laughs> just, in, just in the Morrison's car park near Carrow Road. <laughs> yeah. Just like, oh, isn't it nice here? Oh, very rugged, yes. Yeah. Oh, what's our new neighbour? Oh, it looks like a Ford Focus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'll see if I survive by next by next week. So next week it'll be more exciting if I'm alive. Cool. Well, fingers crossed for you. Given the climate, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh. Well then, uh, Narlin, do you want to do you want to roll on in and introduce tonight's guest? Do you know what? No. 
No, no. You want me to ask how you are, and I'm not doing it. Because your, your barnet has gone out of control, boy, and it's disturbing me. It's like Marrow and Fellini's we... sentient hairstyle. There we go. That, that's all I wanted. I wanted. I wanted an audio description on how my uh, my, my bouffant has grown. I mean, it cascades from your head, and I sort of wanted to ignore it. I was, just, was hoping that oh, to be fair, right? And now. To be fair, I reckon I could sort it out. I done a really good job on Chris's hair once. Do you remember that, Chris? Yeah, it was flawless. It was flawless. <laughs> Not even a trained barber. My my own no, hair. The cells in my body saw that and thought Ryan's the next person for me. It's like growing my own hair out for that. <laughs> I mean, I've I've Maybe. always said, and I've the always been an advocate for the best um, haircuts are drunken haircuts. Yeah, mate. Because we, you get really spent, ballsy. We spent the whole day drinking. You still did a flawless, flawless barnet for me. Yeah, even even though my right shoulder was like you know out of place, but. You know. Ah, that's still, still got all right. your hands though, fingers. Yeah, that's the thing, mate. Concentration, personification. <laughs> <laughs> that's all a barber needs. I'll be the name of his first shop. Oh, I know. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to flip it around now. Chris, would you like to introduce today's guest? It is with honour I introduce uh, today's guest as Mr. Ryan Thomas, um, Cardiff's finest. Yes, he's Cardiff's good, finest. He's a good buddy of ours. He's he's. I mean, he's Welsh, so we know he can drink. Um, he can drink, drink, drink to an extent. He's a bit. He's, he's very much the Jackal and Hyde of the drinking world. He's um, <laughs> been fun up until point number eight or nine, and then and then we we say goodbye to Ryan and we introduce uh, Brian. But we'll bring that up later. Um, so yeah, Ryan Thomas is today's guest. So welcome, Ryan. How's it been? It's been good, mate. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited to do this. How's things in uh, in our Wales? So obviously we've got different. Well, we did have different lockdown laws, but is it basically all the same now? We we were it's pretty much the same now, but we were very envious of you guys. So all your pubs have opened pretty much. I think it was like three weeks earlier than us. And I know a few of my mates decided on the off chance to cycle down to Bristol one day and catch chains down there and uh, yeah, nothing wrong with it. But I was fed up for a while of just the first initial two and a half months of just going to the local co-op buying. The cheapest candelabra you could get. I just was craving that, you know, that perfect drought pint afterwards. And I don't think anything beats that. But when it did happen, mate, it was uh, it was so, delightful. So you, you're, you're back to it now. When I had my first back one, it. it was pretty emotional. I didn't, it didn't hit me until oh, I had the yeah. sit. I was like, oh my God, I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. It's not a miss for three months. I'm not sure, right? With you guys in England, right? How did it work? So... Was it all of you at once, just, or was it just dependent on the location that it opened nah, up? Ah, all, all of us at once. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Pubs, just like, let thee be open. Yeah. And um, all the fuckheads flooded there at six in the morning. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm not sure if you guys realise how it works in Wales, but because they got, or whatever you'd like to say, devolved uh, devolved powers or whatever, it's just basically Wales's way of trying to be different. We've got a Mr. Mark Drakeford um, in charge of us, and... He's just basically playing the really safe card this whole time, trying to be politically correct. And um, yeah, we've been on like the back burner of everything. Just everything's been really, really slow. Our economy's basically gone, but it's okay now because pubs are open. That's exactly. that's the main thing. Exactly. It's the main thing. That's how we've all been living. Yeah. Can't notice it if yeah. you're drunk. Well, no. So, so no. you've been back to the pub, so that's good to hear. So is is your local sort of how it was pre-lockdown? Is all everyone Do you know what it's like in the, in, in the pubs? Well, I'm at the locals. The regulars, which were there before, were obviously, how do I like to say, being rebels against the system. So they are not complying whatsoever with social distancing. They like anything to moan. But that, that that's going to be the nature of it, isn't it? Like, especially with the people who have been drinking there for years and years and years. There are people that's like saying, oh, fuck the system. 
you know, oh, I don't want to do this. It's all about track and trace. The government are following me. Sometimes you've got to comply with it. In England, like the first two days was all like the conspiracy nuts. Like, yeah, well, problem is, bloody Chinese. Like, well, yeah, do you even know what that um, David Icke? You know about him yeah. at all? Yeah. Yeah, David Icke, the one who came up with the theory of lizard people. Yeah. Now, that guy's point was taken valid by a lot of people saying that 5G is to blame for the coronavirus uh, scandal and that and that we shouldn't give our data away or whatever okay fair enough you know sometimes there is a lot of data just being sold around there but there's a, there's a thing which i don't really trust someone who believes in l lizard people you know what i mean I know, yeah, I know. Well, I don't just... trust anyone that used to keep gold for Coventry City, and that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. So I just imagine, imagine the modern equivalent of David Icke. I guess I don't know because I'd like to say Joe Hart, but Joe Hart won shit. So I don't know. Yeah. He's probably um, Nick Pope from Burnley. Like imagine like you see, uh, Gareth and Ali, You know, mm. you know David Icke. I mean, I know David Icke. As yeah, a, yeah. As a, you know, you know what he used to do. I guess Gareth, you might know what he used to He's do. He's a goalkeeper. Yeah, professional goalie yeah. for Coventry. So it's like it's like the modern equivalent is like Jack Butland or Nick Pope in ten years' time. Going oh, looking back at my football career, I concluded um, lizards run the world, <laughs> <laughs> and the British public just used to have to go. Okay, then fair enough. <laughs> I'd like to think for Ike, it was that like he was just in goal and he was just watching the ball, and as he was watching the game goes on, the ball slowly morphed into an egg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah. when it, that's when it cracked. Yeah, <laughs> right. There, there we go. The Drew's like. So, okay, so we know how this rolls. Um, so, we're going to do our, our top three drinking establishments slash pubs of all time. So, Mr. Ryan Thomas, we will bowl in. What is your all third right. favourite drinking establishment? Well, Chris, you've been there, I think, once before, but it's got to be, and it, this is normally my go to when I go to town, the live lounge. Oh, so, it's the a live lounge. lounge now then, you've been live lounge. The live lounge. Now the live lounge is basically in the literally dead in the centre, the town centre, and it does a thing. I was wondering what yeah. town you were talking about. I was like, oh yeah, the yeah, <laughs> Cardiff born and bred. If I get more drunk, I'll start, you know, doing a Cardiff accent, which the boys like to make fun of me for. But I'll try and put on the best voice I can right now. <laughs> I'll try and be well spoken. But no, basically, it's right in the centre of Cardiff city centre, and Monday to Thursday. Between nine and eleven, they do one pound drinks. So that'd be you know one pound Carlsberg, one pound doubles, one pound Jaeger bombs. One pound doubles. Just yeah, mate. No, no, um, one pound fifty doubles, one pound singles. So you might as well just get the one pound fifty doubles. So they call it power hour. I know it's like over a duration of two hours, but everyone just tends to get really, 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 really larry Monday to Thursday. But um, obviously, you surprised me. It's different. You surprised me. I've never had anything bad happen to me in the live lounge. Oh, I've mate, had nothing but positive that, 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 experiences. That, that is, that is like, Chris, I know there's like a subtle hint there. That's why we go on to that story is coming later. We'll let the listeners, we'll let the listeners try and guess what happened there. But um, yeah, Chris, say no more. All right. So yeah, the live lounge is, is, is full of many memories, good and bad. But it's, it's just the perfect place to go in town. And also there's a live band on always Monday to Sunday. So yeah, if you do like live music, eight till 11. It's the same band, is it? So, it Fucking knackered. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're fully booked, mate. No, it's different bands, but they, they usually do like the same rotation. So they got a different band each night, but sort of they work on a weekly, uh, different basis. And the staff are amazing. Yeah, it's just the perfect, perfect location, I think, to get absolutely trashed. But 
not be classy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's a pretty big place as well. I remember, does it have two floors, does it? It's like a, it, it does. It does have something. Oh, it's what, sorry? Is this a pretty, is, is it an old cinema? Because it's got like two floors. It's a pretty big venue. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not too sure, but the upstairs bar is pretty pointless. Like, fair <laughs> has enough, it got two floors? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I'll tell you something about the upstairs bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's why one pan shots are dangerous. <laughs> yeah, bit, all right, okay, two seconds. I've mixed, you know, the um, what do we call it? The IPAs and the ciders. All right, and I've done. I, I'm drinking cider, especially for Chris today. You know what I mean? You know, for his summer set. You know I mean? <laughs> He's a good kid. He's a good kid. No, nah, no, um, it's pretty. Um... You can't just nosh your way out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, darling. Oh wait, oh wait, come on, come on, gotta go easy on this You gotta go easy. Yeah, yeah right. I, I can't explain that one. But we know there's. It's got two yeah, floors. Two floors. Right. Oh, it's got two That's floors. <laughs> the second one, uh, the the um, the upstairs is pretty pointless, though. To be fair, it's just they they've got one man. It's a one man bar up there, basically. So they got one member of staff on. Downstairs, they got like eight members of That's staff. That's such a shame, because I thought for a beautiful second you'd said a one-man band. I'm actually talking <laughs> from Mary Poppins up there. But it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, it's clapping the cymbal and hitting the drum. Yeah. I tell you what, boys, you want to have a listen to this. <laughs> 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 He's only pointless because it's a full band it's... downstairs. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, it's fucking <laughs> popping off on the first floor. You want to get up here? <laughs> Later on, I'm going to draw some no chalk pictures on the stairs and we can all jump and say to a magical world. <laughs> and four times a band they are downstairs. Right, I love this. You guys <laughs> making fun now? of our Welsh accents here, right? I love it. You're doing your best. I love the, I love the little conflict between us. Us Welsh could drink you lot under the table in seconds. You're making fun of the accents. I'm fed up of it. I'm done with it. <laughs> I'm done with it. It's very unlike you to get aggressive. Very, very unlike you to get Larry. I'm a saint, okay? I'm a saint when I You're have a You're not the one living in a church. Yeah, exactly. You could, you could bless me, Chris. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do, now. Yeah. Do the cross. Thou art, yeah. thou art blessed, my son. Thou art blessed. Oh, uh, mate, he put his hands together and everything. If you're listening here, he put his hands together and prayed for me, so that's brilliant. Oh, I don't know. I'll get myself in a pickle. So the upstairs, you've got you've got the one bar, so that's shit. <laughs> it's the shit. Downstairs, where it's it, but it's a perfect place because my lounge is like... Uh, do you know what? Like, on, 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 actually, I, I will concur with you, the upstairs bar being shit, because I do remember going out there and we mm. went to the upstairs bar because our mates were up there and I was queuing mm. for a drink and it honestly felt like I was waiting at fucking Central Line trying to get on the tube at a rush hour. It took... Like half an hour to get so I don't know why I just didn't turn around and go no. back downstairs. It took it, so you just, long. You just do it when you just do it when you're in the club, don't you? You just sort of wait and hope for the best. Yeah, and try and but, sober um, up in that queuing time to the yeah. Yes, I yeah. Agree. It's just it's just one of those to be honest. Like downstairs, it's sort of the place you want to escape because you are going to be willing to wait. Because downstairs, how I can explain it is there's so many people jammed together. You literally got to forcibly like move people out the way like literally just sort of from the it's probably about 15 foot from the bar to the door and it takes you about two minutes to get through the amount of people so and it's quite a small venue as well but you know it's cheap and that's the main thing isn't it? it's cheap <laughs> yeah i mean how much is your time worth 50 a double yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's cheap man. how much is your time worth <laughs> have you ever been during the daytime brian yeah i've been all hours i think i've been around the 24 hour clock 
It's, um, what's it like compared to... Obviously, you're talking about the club setting now, so what's it like in the daytime? The daytime is quite chill. Like, they got all the tables on the dance floor and that. It's, it's like a restaurant as well. But it's there's a total different, like, demographic. In the daytime, you get, you know, your grandmothers, your, your grandmothers, daughters, and that, they talk together and have a nice little family get-together. And then when it hits nine o'clock, oh, my God. It's just a totally different scene. All the students come out there or crawling out of their um, SUs and all that, and all like coming down from the SU or coming down from their student accommodation. And all of a sudden, it just turns into like a bouncing club yeah. within the space of about half an hour. I assume all the grandmothers haven't left though, because. <laughs> Oh, they love it. They've all pulled and gone home. <laughs> They're just waiting for all the young men to Do bring you, I've seen all, all walks of people in live lounge. Like, and the thing is, is you don't even question it. If you were to see someone 100 years old in a wheelchair, just like, you know, popping around or like, you know, constantly having a little street dance, you wouldn't judge it. Like, honestly, you, would, you wouldn't even think twice It's because it's live lounge. It's one of those places where you just like, got to allow it because it's live lounge. Yeah. I'm not sure if you've got like a similar genius, place in... Because uh, they're... Um, in a wheelchair, they get a special dispens- dis- dispensation for the can 15 you cure foot at the bar. Eh? Mm. Can you cure them, Chris, yet? Can I, can I cure the sick? No, cure. give me another few weeks and I'll be able to cure okay. the sick. Just, Chris, just I noticed... Time, oh, right? Chris, I kind of noticed what you just said, though. It's like, especially like when you're going out clubbing and stuff, if you do see someone in a wheelchair, it's like everyone makes like a special contribution to them. Like their yeah, but like I say, if you're, if you're on that, I mean, with, with respect, I don't know how they're getting onto the first floor, but... If they manage to find their way up there, then that they're like 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 the Red Sea is getting departed straight yeah, to the bar. Right, so. There's no question that if, if, if there is no hundred year old granny or great granny is up for a good night, get in a live lounge. Yeah, get in a live lounge. Yeah, it is, I I can't really compare it to anything else. I think it's just the best spot in our Cardiff City Centre. I like you got your different clubs in London which you go to. Live lounge is like it's not really glamorous or anything, but it's just that place you just have a good night. So. Yeah. yeah, there's no association with Radio One's Live Lounge. Absolutely no, no. association no. with Radio One's Live Lounge. <laughs> That's because it's in a different country, darling. <laughs> Remember, they can play that card. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah. can. Yeah, yeah. And anything they can do to not mention the lost profits. Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pretend I know what that means because you guys are laughing. And I obviously don't ever talk. Sounded like Gareth just got possessed then. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Gareth, when was the last time you were in a live music place? Oh, I saw it was it was about two years ago when I was in Detroit. I saw Faust. So up oh, yours. Nice. You tried to outsmart me with a question, but oh, I, I didn't try. I didn't try to. Cool never, never, never. Yeah, no, I, I, Gareth, I was when in. When was um, the last time you saw a live music place in uh, Great Britain? Um, now you're asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right back at you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Chris. Um, I think we'd still be able to smoke inside. <laughs> I saw Narling's gig. Does that count? I mean, that's like music. No, it's not. No, really. no, I would, I would love music. Yeah. Yeah, stand up. <sighs> oh no, no! I went to a friend's birthday actually in Victoria um, about half a year ago. His band was playing, so that's live music. So, cool. <laughs> when was, when was the last time? Um, a middle finger when was, was the raised. The last time you did? Yeah, yeah. Middle finger was raised. Last time uh, I saw it, genuinely was probably was probably when we went for the rugby. We went to Live Lounge in in that very Cardiff arena. You it's went to the arena, mate. You went because yeah. you're really into England rugby, aren't you? Oh, yeah, okay. we, we went to watch uh, Wales Tonga, and you uh, two guesses on the team I supported. Tonga. Come on, Tonga! Yeah, yeah it was Tonga. Oh, I'm so good at this game. I'm so fucking good at this game. <laughs> okay, and it was beautiful because you had all these words people going, oh, singing hymns and arias and singing the anthem and having a wonderful time. And they just have me going, go on, Tonga! 
<laughs> what accent was that then, by the way? Yeah, once again, right? Like, the Welsh accent. Ah, fuck off. I was, I was pretty, <laughs> to be honest, I was right that, to be honest. <laughs> you had me full. So you had, a, you had a, my French accent, to be honest. That's even worse, isn't it, Gala? Yeah. What was the Tonga accent when you went, come on, Tonga, you did a weird accent? Well, that's, my, that's my Somerset accent. Okay. I, I was there in the stands yeah. in Somerset going, come it on, Tonga. It wasn't Tongalese, I can confirm. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't Tongalese. It's just me going, come on, Tonga. But Narlin, you'd also elected to support Tonga. I did. And they're looking, and then, and, you know, everyone was like, has he come all the way from Tonga? Yeah, it was, like, only to confuse the, <laughs> it was only to confuse people in the stands. <laughs> just to wind them all up, you're like, why is this man from Tonga shacked up with this man from rural Somerset? <laughs> <laughs> and we, we explained nothing, like, come on, Tonga. Yeah, it was basically yeah. an advert for, for internet dating. Like, it's just two men catfishing <laughs> each other. Yeah, it really was stunning. You know, sexy Sarah, so, so number... <laughs> <laughs> so, number three, uh, Mr. Thomas is the Live Lounge in Cardiff, not an affiliation with the Radio One Live Lounge. What is our happy medium? What is your Hold on. favorite? Sorry, ever? sorry. Before we move on, oh here we go. <laughs> How did? Where does music come into watching Wales against Tonga? Because yeah, we went into live well, because we went out after afterwards, didn't we? Oh, okay, okay. You didn't explain about that. Three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, no, good. sorry. We spent we spent the we spent the weekend in in sunny old Wales. We went to the Gwaelodi. Just Gar, checking you were palming me off Hawk. with your bullshit again, Chris. But you know, it's good. No, it's no, good. no, yeah. no. A legit, a legitimate weekend spent in Cardiff. Okay, what band did you see? Ryan can confirm. I don't know. It was Live Lounge. Probably the same band that's on Monday to Sunday. I can't promise anything, Chris. I don't remember <laughs> most nights. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted yeah. to confirm that anyway. Because, yeah, okay. Second one. For the records. Yeah, just for the record. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I wasn't getting palmed off. <laughs> By a load of pissed people singing in a pub isn't a band playing in a pub. I mean... No, in Wales it counts. Yeah, we're very passionate. We're very passionate. I don't. I don't well, know. Because of your lyric ability, we're yeah. all opera singers at heart. Like, not like. if you've got Chris singing as well in his accent. Um, oh God, he just puts us off me. Yeah, cool. There was. What's your number two, mate? Number two, hands down. It's it's quite an easy one. This and it does come under. It is under the Weather Spoons chain. Oh, fuck you. But... Fuck you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We want one um, week where one you... of your fucking fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs> imagine where it's right? We're doing it. Got... just change this to got... student cast. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's the Prince oh, of Wales. It's the fucking Monopoly man. <laughs> Wait, it's cash oh, around. Of course, the Weatherspoons is called the Prince of it. Wales. <laughs> you're, you're judging because I'm Welsh. That's fine. I get it. Just <laughs> the gender against the Welsh here. Three against one. I'm Welsh. I can't by the way. He's Welsh. You Are you actually? Guessed by my name, man. Ah, you didn't expect what? that, did you? Uh, we, yeah, we got a sleep. What part? Wait, it makes a difference. I'm what part Wales from? What's that? The <laughs> island at the top. You know where the real Welsh live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It don't count. I don't have any of it. <laughs> Gareth, mate, I think now's the perfect time for the story. <laughs> oh God, no. I think it is. <laughs> you know, this, this that's, story. that's the teaser. You can tell no, the story, wait, I can't tell wait, this no, story. No, 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 he's not ready, we wait, we park it for future. Oh, oh we park it, okay. This is what you get yeah. for dissing me, for choosing where it's from. It comes back ready. on you now. Yeah. I'm not ready, I can't tell this story, I can't do it yet, I've got to prepare for it. It's like, it's like my greatest, it's my greatest story. Uh, right, so it's, 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 it's in Anglesey then, this pub, it's, it's in Anglesey. Oh no, sorry, no, that's what no. you're from. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which has a great yeah, poem. So, so, so Pablo Masuza Weatherspoons, Prince of Wales. Is that the one we went to after the rugby in Cardiff? Yep. The, the one that used to be porn cinema. That's the one. That's the one we used to hear. Porn as in, as in, as in, porn. as in. Yeah, as in porn. Like, as in, okay, I, we not as in when you um, sell something. As in the dirty. No, no, no. We were there. Was it? Was it with Elliot? Elliot and his yeah, uncle. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You and can't. His uncle example, just turned you... to us and went, "Ah, I tell you what, uh, this used to be. Uh, this used to be a triple X cinema. We went, Sorry, when you here, it used to be a uh, porn. <laughs> or the old men used to come in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, I remember coming here. Yeah. 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 Do you remember? Oh, my God. Like, you know, oh, yeah. you know how like see, you can see where the projection would have been. The, yeah, the that's room. it. And it has like you know how like most websites have a bit of historical plaques around the edge. This one was like it's a bit of smut. It's a bit of smut, and it was like fair enough then. <laughs> yeah. Used to be an old an old triple X cinema. Yeah. Yeah, right. Fun fact. Is that why it's your yeah. favourite? Second favourite? No, that's not the reason. It's mainly Is because it a of the semen. <laughs> no. no, that's why it'd be Elliot's favourite then. The no, the, 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 Elliot, the reason Elliot's why I say it. We're making that joke. Yeah, big up Elliot, shout out. Yeah, no, um, I was going to say the, the only reason is because um, it's got the best atmosphere for it, whether it be football, rugby, you go to the Prince of Wales in town pre lockdown, just saying, or pre COVID. It was just absolutely bouncing, regardless of what you think about it. It's just one of the it's one of the best locations to like meet up, meet everyone centrally, have a good drink in a big group. It's got lots of tables, lots of space, yeah, remember, lots yeah, of projectors. It's, huge, yeah. it's the perfect place. Yeah, it's massive. And it's the perfect place to just watch sporting events. And it's the perfect place to go yeah. before a sport. And also <laughs> no and also you just get to meet a load of different people there, whether it be, you know, the elderly gentlemen who have seen all walks of life or yeah. just uh, <laughs> still waiting you for the next movie you have been down the road <laughs> yeah. chav you get all walks of life that go wherever it, 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 it doesn't matter but yeah the yeah. Prince of Wales is perfect only because it's like Live Lounge it's sort of it it it, 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 com- it combines everything and it's got cheap food so once again there's a reoccurring theme in it cheap the, the Prince of Wales doesn't have a pointless first floor no it's massive it's isn't huge. it they make full on use Does it not it's, have a it's probably bigger than downstairs Oh, so it has a first floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it is where like the old projector would have been. So it's like one of them, yeah. like an old theatre type ah. thing. So like a like a balcony around the yeah, ground yeah, yeah, floor. Yeah, and then they still got the old projection room. I think that they kind of like. Yeah, so they got like the projection room. So you got mm. they they've used like full on space. So you got the bar like where the projector used to be. Yeah. Or where the stage or whatever used to be, and then where all the seats now it's all dispersed it's, they've made they couldn't get any more seats in there if they tried it's just absolutely <laughs> perfect but the, the thing they, is they purged the seats it's just one of my favourite oh, when we were there for the, for the rugby were they, for the rugby when we were there they purged the seats literally like throw them all out yeah. just standing room only and it, it honestly mm. like, literally you couldn't get a pub closer to the stadium and also and also, it's literally next to the old, the infamous Chippy Lane. What's the infamous Chippy Lane? Infamous, the infamous buddy. Chippy Lane. Dorothy's Chips. Wouldn't you like Korean to know? Chips off I the thought boat. you were Welsh, Gareth. <laughs> yeah. He's from Anglesey. I don't mean, Yeah, I, mean, I don't go to Cardiff. It's too much hassle. I mean, um, <laughs> there's fucking mountains in between. It's quicker to get to London. No, I'm not going to lie. No, honestly, it's it's because everything's, it's, it's so near everything. We've got the infamous Chippy Lane just down the road. So um, is, it, is it infamous because of chips or is it infamous because of It's infamous because else? of all the brawls that were happening down Whip there work. back in the 80s, basically. Yeah. Okay. But no, it's, uh, I think, yeah. I'm saying Weatherspoons also, it does, you know what the, we Welsh are like for rugby. And 
There, there's no better place to be, I think, on a rugby day, watching the Six Nations or whatever, than in the Prince of Wales. Especially yeah. if it's Wales versus England. Then the, the, there's probably about 95% Welsh there, and you get the brave 5% English who come. That or is the a, Fijian. Have you ever had Chris there? Because he's mad into England rugby. When he showed up at my house to watch Towers come down, he was he was in an England top. Do you know what? I haven't actually, apart from, I, I, I see him on the occasion of we do drinking FIFA, which we can go into later, there'll probably be a story there. <laughs> drinking FIFA, uh, football, but I haven't actually seen him in a rugby setting or in a rugby mood. Okay, that's one good. to enjoy. Yeah, is that's it? good. Probably come to play. Oh, no. Well, explain, 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 elaborate. I don't know. He took his top off at one stage. That was quite scary. Oh, good lord! He was sort of like it was like it was like proper rugby boy. He was a bit drunk, wasn't he? And he went and got a Chinese takeaway, had his rugby top on, and then at one point, well, you were you were doing off. the old swinger Rooney, like you know, off hangover too. <laughs> just no, going for I it down I the street. I was going for that, but I, I do, yeah, I do like my rugby. Yeah, I do. It's very it. passionate, isn't it, Nolan? It's yeah. very passionate rugby. Yeah. I do like I do like it. I like it more than my football, I will happily admit. I, could, oh, I, I never knew that, Chris. It's that. definitely yeah. a, a <laughs> captain goes down with a ship kind of vibe. If if the rugby stadium was to, <laughs> was to sink, he would be there. Yeah. Do you have yeah. a non, um, you know, a... a Rugby union team or rugby league team? Well, you don't do rugby league, do you? No, um, do, rugby. do you have a non-international team is what I mean? Do you have a Yeah, you team? asking me if I support Bath or Exeter. The answer is Bath. Oh, you do actually Oh, he had an answer stuff. straight away. He's proud of that. I know <laughs> He's proud of that. Yeah. And obviously, I spent, I spent four years living a 20-minute walk from Saracen there. Yeah. I, yeah. Saw, I saw a Toge, which would be nothing to the non-rugby listeners, but he's, he's a very good England player. And I saw him in the local chicken shop. And it was one of the happiest moments of my life. Oh, in the local chicken shop. In the local boss man. Yeah, you know you know boss man. Yeah. You know boss man. You you know Mara Watoje, the guy in the, 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 the skull cap yeah, yeah, yeah. was in Boss Man. Oh shit. He was in Boss Man oh, after a game shit. and I'm there going, No way. But that's something you guys you guys get the Welsh squad like going out in Cardiff, don't you? Yeah. Pretty much. Um one of the um Would you call <laughs> Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> There we go. It's a long recording. He's got a, a man's got to have food. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, he's got a tight five at live lounge in, in forty minutes. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah we go. You, I don't know why, but you go like we got like the we got car. Well, we probably you know Ospreys, Cardiff Blues, whatever. A lot of the Welsh squad tends to like go out in the Philharmonic in town. Don't know why it's particularly there, but we've got like a single like St Mary Street, so it's all cocktail bars and that. So you tend to find them down there. Mm. They're all down there. They're all down there somewhere. A few pictures of people I know that were always like, oh, yeah, I'm with Sam Warburton. You're like, the fucking You say Sam Warburton, there we go. i got to bring it up. Sam Warburton's my neighbour. So, fact of the day. That's cool. It's I weird. assume it's cool. I don't know, but I... Yeah. No, it's very cool. It's it's a bit like having Gerard as your neighbour, Nolan. That, okay. Yeah, wow. pretty much. Yeah. Who's yeah. Gerard? He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't quite Beckham, but he's pretty fucking close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's still cool. Well, it's a bit of a shame yeah. he got injured still, but yeah. Yeah. So just on the side now doing commentary. Well, I, I have a question. Well, it's not, not more of a question, more, more of a statement. I just like, we're all familiar, well, us three, aside from Gareth, are familiar with our good friend Connor Reese. Oh, God. He's a, a, fellow, a fellow Cardiff resident. The man, the myth, the legend. And I will, what's the name of the pub, Ryan, where he has his own flask? His own pint glass. He has his own pint glass. He, he yeah. does, I do know. I didn't know he has one. Like I didn't know there's actual 
a pipe. Is, is, oh, is the, the one where you got some big flagon. That's the one. The Molsters. The Molsters. Do you yes. want to tell the story, Ryan? I'll leave it with you, sir. I won't. Know. I don't even know too many stories about it, but I know that Connor has. Well, back when he used to work as a, he's a bus driver now, by the way. But back when he used to work as a window installer, you'll probably kill me for getting that wrong. I don't know. Basically, he went high up on an escalator <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, I know. He just <laughs> put windows in, isn't it? And um, I remember after work, he used to go with the lads, and in the Molsters, they had ready for him. Bear in mind, he's probably only. 18, 19 at the time, and there's... I didn't even know that. And bear in mind, like, the, 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 the workers who were with <laughs> The workers who were with him were about 40, 50. They used to especially have a dedicated glass to him. Do you know, like, one of those... Um, what do they call it? Uh, those, those steins? It's like a steins, tankard. It? Steins, yeah, yeah. Tankard, the, it? Oh, not just that. It had another two pints to it. So we're talking a quadruple pint thing. Like, like something you not put the waste... Not a yard of ale. Yeah, things. something like you take the waste out of the lines for, you know? You just put... They just give it to him. And he just down it like he's nothing. He's a phenomenon. I want to think, I was speaking to Chris earlier. He's... how I, And hopefully he's going to be on the podcast soon. He is a, a laboratory test gone wrong, but right. <laughs> That's how I like to... Yeah. <laughs> You know, you know those yeah, super inflatable like, arm guys? If they gained, like, yeah. sentience... <laughs> <You're probably> like, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Ghostbusters. Um, Ghostbusters, that is Stretch Armstrong. Don't even know about it. He's our Slimer. Yeah. Yeah, he's, uh, he's like, like this guy pro- wafting in a pub somewhere in the corner. Um, this is probably not far off. You won't miss him. He's, like, seven foot tall. <laughs> yeah, say, oh, by the way, you'll, you'll make sure that he says that on the podcast, by the way. So you'll know that he's, by the end, you'll know that he wants to go into firefighting. He's six foot seven and he's a bus driver. You'll yeah. know those things by the end of it. So, um, yeah, that's, I think, the roundabout. We, we oh. went there. I don't know. We, we did go there. If we didn't go in, it was putting out. When we drove in, and either, either our friend or, or Connor said, oh, that's, the, uh, that's the pub. And that's all he needed to say was, that's the pub. My brain went. Oh, flag. Yeah, did you did you know he's old man, right? He walked in. Oh, this yeah. is this is Mr. Mr. Mark. Yeah, this is Mr. Mark Reese, basically my second dad. And his old man is he he used to be known in the fire service as Gull. Because like a seagull, he'd pick up all, all the leftovers, either of the food or the drink. <laughs> On the way out after after there's been a fire. Um, oh I know. Yeah, uh, stealing people's burnt possessions is what yeah, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> well, that pizza's still edible. Yeah, he's the only man, the only man I've ever met that has, he can, oh, I'd love to have what he has, walk into a hmm. pub, they don't just say to you, all right, Connor, how are you, usual. They just unhook your own flask and fill it up. Hmm. That is the ultimate level of achievement. So hats off, sir. We respect you. Well done, Connor. How many golf clap? Well (laughs) done, clap. Yeah. So, Ryan, here it is. It's the Holy Grail. It's the big one. It's the big kahuna. It's the Mama Jamma. Well, your favourite pub in the world. Hit me with your best pub. Hey mate, I'm gonna when you guys are down next, I'll invite you to it. But all in all, it's got very it's got a lot of meaning to me. It's the Earl Hague Memorial Club in Whitchurch. It is my absolute favourite pub because it was the first pub and also Connor worked there with me. It was my first job as a barman. I know all the regulars there. They do cheap pints. The steward keeps them like the the, the absolute perfect pints. He cleans the lines like every week. And yeah, it's just an it's Okay, so you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to help the geographic layers yes. of Whitchurch. So Whitchurch 
is so you've got Cardiff City Centre, so you know, like I was saying, Live Lounge, Prince of Wales, the clubs. It is a 10 minute taxi from, it's 10 minute taxi from town. So it's it's kind of, it's kind of out the way, but it's it's not. So it's, it's all it's within, it's, it's, oh, it's in about 40, you could, you could walk it in 45 minutes. Um, but Witchet's Village is basically, well, whether you're Hague's based, there's about 12 pubs there. They call it uh, the Witchet pub crawl. And the Earl Hague is probably the third on the um, on the trail, and it's it's infamous with church. And I think this pub does the best pints. It's got the best regulars, but it's one that's sort of underrated because it's okay, not so your. You say you say best regulars. Come on, sell it. Best regulars. Well, each of the regulars that are there have got their own. <sighs> Once again, they're a bit older, but they've if, got if their, their names aren't either John or Daffid. I'm not interested. <laughs> David. There's a there's a few unique characters I'm telling you now, but um they sort of all got their own unique story. Whether it's bullshit, whether it's not, I don't know. But it's 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 a very old man's stereotypical social club, which you probably see on the movies in an overhyped comedy. But literally, these are the living embodiments of those people. How many of them have? I didn't think fans? it was real. How many of them have hooks fans? There's one guy who goes in there who's got like one leg. He's got like one leg and he's got like he, I think he's got like a wooden pug as like a thing. But I'm not sure if he's a regular. I don't know the names, um, but there were some unique individuals that walk in there. I thought you were going to say, I'm not sure if he's a pirate. No, I'm not sure if he's a pirate, no. And also, um, they've got regular bands there. So every Sunday, and they're, they're notorious for having like, the best bands. We've had like, a drummer from Led Zeppelin come in. What, what, what's the other one? There's Metallica, all that sort of shit. What? Like. They've had all like the best. Uh, they've had all the best musicians go in. So you can't. You can't just you get can't just on, like, that's something that happened. Metallica. Yeah, yeah. He's had uh, definitely <laughs> Metallica popping. Like, mate, there's no, there's no. Opening. I don't know much Playing about like, drums rock music now. What's going on? Yeah, we're pegleg. Yeah, mate. There's, there's people from all books I like to go there. Uh, and and the Hello Earl Hague Memorial Club <laughs> We are drummer and the pirate It's a British DJ With people from all walks of life And I'm too scared to let anyone under the bus Because I go there so much Well you but, made um, it sound like It was like you know the, the pipes are being cleaned every day It's like a nice place to be You made it sound like oh, um, it's, a, it's a perfect place And there's a chippy two minutes Your first it. job It made it sound like, like Bartender's apprenticeship college Or something But like the best one. Oh no I was I was a shit barman I was, as uh, as I you was know, Ryan, as free as free spend a lot of time in living or or working or commuting to London, so prices are very important to us. So yes. How much is a pint, sir? And is it that fabulous Rev James, which is my favourite? So we we Wales? do we do oh we did when I was working there. We've done them um, at Atlantic Doomba. Um, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brains bitter, Sharks. two pound seventy-five. Fuck off! What for a pint of Atlantic? Yep. Bugger off. Yeah. 275. Oh. Uh, Carling, yeah. from what it was, 295. Um, a double vodka coke. I feel like I'm on pounds. fucking Dragon's Den. From hell like that, you're like, <laughs> <"There's a reason." laughs> I feel like I need to get a fucking <laughs> train. Um, so uh, oh, I'm telling you, boys. Like, and Chris was like buying into it. Yeah, mate, I, I got that way, I can't help it. No, um, oh, no. you know, it's, it, I'd what was weird? Oh, mate, invest yourself. <laughs> I, 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 made, I made the, oh, well, I poured, sorry, the perfect pint. I don't mean to brag or anything, but when it, when it comes, do you know when it comes to like your, your, your pale, oh no, your, your Atlantics, your Doom Bars, your Reverend James, whatever. Do you know like you, when you pull the pint, you got to let the head settle? Yeah. 
I barely yeah. ever let it go over the edge, man. Like, it was always the perfect point. And just, yeah, oh, mate, can't help it. I can't say this about Connor, he's by the way. He's he's not, we, need, we need to ask Connor this. Make a he's note a of nice. this, Chris. We're going to check on this story, man. No, I intend to. Can, can Ryan pull the <laughs> yeah. perfect point? Or is he chatting yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he yeah. PP of the week? Yeah. I don't know. I'd probably play pe- like my, my drink of choice because they, they got the, the house beers that are on there. I would personally go, I'd go with uh, Atlantic every day of the week. What is, it, know, like, yeah. what, what, yeah, what is it? Chris, Chris, you, you know more. You know how Doom Bar is owned by Sharp, so yeah. it pretends it's from Cornwall, but it's actually American. American yeah. It's the Americans' attempt at a British pale Atlantic ale. Okay. It's actually quite pleasant, but it's not the rural sensibility you've been led to believe. Okay. And also make sure you don't drink more than seven of them because otherwise you'll end up like... I think don't drink more than seven of any beer in general if you don't want to be drunk. (laughs) Yeah. No, Connor's breakfast is seven. Do you know what I mean? Once again, I'm bigging him up for the next podcast, but he's not human. Um, (laughs) Yeah, just it's it's, it's one of those. But I I haven't really got too many special stories. You've got a snooker room upstairs, which no one knows about. It's hidden. Only like oh, staff members cool. and nice. when you say it's hidden, so someone taps you on like 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 what was it the pickled hand from the hand of glory episodes ago? <laughs> yeah, the hand yeah. of glory. When you, when you've been there enough, someone taps you like, all right, Ryan, you're right, barman. Uh, <laughs> behind the uh, you know the fridge where I keep the uh, you know the don't don't laugh. I'm give don't you laugh. A this is a, no, no, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's not funny. Right? I have some fucking. I like the way Ryan doesn't know his name. Uh, you see the. Uh, a bar where I keep the WKDs and the uh, the J2Os. I do barman, yes. Pull that. What? Pull it. Set of stairs. I'll put to a game of pool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there's people you thought had died in the village, like, died in Cardiff 10 or 15 years ago, still up there, like, don't tell our wives. No, honestly, it is one of those places, like, you only know about it if you're staff. You've been going there for, like, 20 plus years. It's strictly off limits to the public knowing. Because there's two oh, pristine, sick. there's two pristine snooker tables there, always regularly uh, tended to. Like you guess it done. Mark the the, the steward. Guess so are you saying if me, Nolan, and Gareth, you can come, yeah, yeah, because we, we don't know get about that it. joy. Literally, we, if the oh, if the, if a lot of witches village knew that there was a pool and snooker room upstairs, there it'd be pandemonium. Yeah, uh, it's a bit late for that now. We've got massive shit in that village, you know what I mean? The old Hague, which is for this, 23 to 25 pen 9 I've said that a lot because I've ordered a lot of taxis for it. We'll just bleep that bit out. Don't worry, Ryan, when you sober up, we'll bleep yeah, it out for you. Right. Yeah. Really I was doing all right, to be fair. I, I, I purposely stopped myself from drinking too much on this podcast. because so, like, Ryan, Brian have, you, have you been drinking there since you were... Um... Since I come out the moon? Yeah. Probably sixteen, but let's Since just say eighteen for argument's sake. Yeah. Was this not so? Always has that always been your local? Have you been drinking this since no, you were sixteen? It's, honestly, it's since because uh, when I was about eighteen years old, I didn't really have. Well, I was putting my CV out and stuff. But my mate Di, he was working there because I was like his full time job. I was doing uni on the side. I'm really um, sorry to hear about your loss, mate. I'm really sorry. <laughs> oh, fuck off, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he, he was, he was, he was, he was like working full time. And then it kind of sounds morbid, this, 
But Mark, who's the steward, the only reason I really got the job is because his granddad was in hospital and I was there to give him a lift one day and so I, I needed a job. And uh, sort of, it was almost begging, really, and I'd done him a favour and I think he'd done me a solid, so... I sort of nipped it in the bud to him, just like, oh, yeah, I'd really like to work. Because he said, oh, die had put a good word in for You me. didn't grab him in the car and be like, if you don't fucking give me a job, I'll put you in this hospital too. <laughs> no, I said... I well, no, you sat him down and he went, listen, me up two options here at these lights <laughs> I, can take, I can take the fucking long way and let's see if granddad makes it or I'll take the oh, short way no. but I'd quite no. like some employment yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no he's, you know, to be fair Mark, Mark, Mark's awesome and uh, I was absolutely I, 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 would have done, I would have done it regardless job or not it just the circumstances came about that went right place right time for mm. me well, that's, that's beautiful there you go. Yeah, you honestly, you sometimes, local. right? As like the stars align. You know I mean? And you still, you still drink there now? Oh yeah, all the time. Mate. They took my temperature the other day, and I was thirty six point five, which is normal. Do you get your temperature taken? Uh, 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 Gareth and Olive, have, have you yet to have that? Nah, only when I, I went to a dentist. Only dentist I've had it at. Ah, not at the pub. At the pubs, they've all broken down here. They don't bother with this social distancing. Yeah, yeah. pubs, pubs might as well just be a pub. Yeah, yeah I'm with you. Yeah, I was just out at one now. And they've got a screen up on one side of the bar, but the other side where the locals go, there's no screen. And he mm. was just like, go over to that side. So, yeah, there was Chris, no... Chris, and Gareth, this is one thing I wanted to... Like, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, I know you guys, you host, but i got I got to challenge it. So we go to London, me and Connor, for example, and we come down. And we go to a pub or something, you expect to talk to your locals and that. Seems like everyone in London just ignores each other. Well, yeah. Going on the tube or whatever, like, you, you see each other, you big eye contact, you look straight down or... It's like uh, a grunt. In Cardiff, like you walk past someone, it's like, yeah, right, what's that? It don't seem like there's much of that in, in London or that's your neck of the woods. Yeah. Mm. It's got a bit, it depends where you go. Depends where you go. If you go somewhere that it's all about going to the pubs that you would tend to avoid. I only say this is because we're talking about the old Hague, like it's like a regular pub or like you, you see people down Witch's Village, you say hi, you know, all that. It seems like in London, it's kind of like you see each other once. Uh, I say that, eh. They still look There's at each other. There's just too many people, though, isn't it? I think you, I think you can yeah. kind of make regulars with the bar staff. Yeah. You can get friendly yeah. with the staff more than, than actual people, unless you get the odd really friendly people that come along like, when they're hammered and they start to... Because I've had that before, but not... Yeah, I don't I don't any regulars. Mm. Even, even where I live, just outside of London. Probably because of how yeah. small, though, you know, Cardiff is, yeah, for example. Of, I don't know. I mean, Gareth, it might be a bit more... I mean, you spot regulars more around in your... In Didcot. Yeah, we don't really talk, though. I think that's more me than them, though. Um, but, yeah, no, no, it is. I mean, it is a bit. I mean, I don't know. It's hard, isn't it? Because London, when you live somewhere in the same area, you get the regular thing in yeah. the smaller pubs. Mm. You know, some of the pubs in Central, you won't get it. But in the smaller ones, you get the sort of locals yeah. or the weird lock-ins. And to be honest, because I was living in London for so many years... I sort of prefer it that way when nobody talks to you. I get a bit, I get yeah. a bit freaked out when somebody tries to talk to me in a pub. It's a bit like, oh shit, I've got to have a conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. It's like out the question if you go there, it's a bit weird. Like, but you you hear you sort of talk to strangers and it's like you've known each other. Yeah, See, that's life. why I like that's why I like coming down to Cardiff because like, oh you're uh... I mean, lest we forget the uh, yeah you weren't there because you 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 were spending the day recovering from the night before Ryan, but uh, we went up to the Gwaelodi Garth at Castle yeah. Cough. Well, he's good. Oh, he's good at this. He's good at these Welsh words, isn't he? And Gwaelodi we went Gaff. to get on yeah. the uh, we went to get on the bus, and of course me, Ollie, and Darling are tapping our our debit cards like an Oyster card. Mm. We're tapping it and it's going beep, and we're going to sit down and drive went. 
Uh, <laughs> to tell me where you want to go. Oh yeah, fuck! I forgot that's how a bus works. Yeah. Like, did you, did you did you say the obligatory cheers drive at the end? Well, no. no. Connor Connor got on and went. Ah, it's all right. Drive. They're in English. So he didn't charge us. Yeah, didn't charge us. It was the yeah. best thing ever. I he loved it. Us. He went, he went, oh, don't worry about, don't worry about it, lads. I, I'm glad you had a good time. Just didn't charge us. And that's, oh, meant, okay. you can do that in the pub. You can sit at the pub in Cardiff and yeah. someone comes to you go, all right, uh, are you English, are you? You go, yeah. They go, all right. And then you just talk about either A, rugby, B, football. And the, then you're fine. It's great. The M4. Yeah, <laughs> the M4. <laughs> Fucking love the M4, boy. So either Membury or Cardiff Gate, where do you stop on the way? Yeah. <laughs> but no, I agree. It's much, it's much friendlier in in Cardiff. I do have to agree with mm. you there, Ryan. Can I ask you a question first before we go on from Cardiff drinking? Obviously, you're going to do the story mm. in there. Okay, in the '90s when Wales had some good bands, you know, Super Furries, Stereophonics, and stuff, there was that pub that was always mentioned in Cardiff called Club Evil. Club Bar. Evil Bar. Yeah. Yeah. What's that like nowadays? Oh, I've been there like twice, and it's a shizzle. It's not really my cup of tea. Just it's a bit. It's now uh, home to like rave events and the odd uh, heavy metal gig. Apart from that, though, it's never oh, okay. really tickled my fancy. Oh, it used to be massive. It is massive. In the 90s. Oh, but look, the, the the general the venue's massive. It's got like three, no, four different floor, different dance rooms. Oh yeah, no, I meant. I, I meant know like massive isn't big of... anyway, but it's not got the rep that it did back then. At all, I don't think. Okay. It's too many yeah. places nowadays yeah. open. That yeah. was horrible to watch because listeners won't be able to see Gareth's face. It's yeah. like watching Dream. I was, was destroyed. He brought us weather spoons and then he just kicked me in the ball. Sorry, I was lying there. No, I don't. I don't really care. I never go to Cardiff. So it's like waking up from a coma and just finding out your hometown just got nuked. Last time I did go to Cardiff, I went to see Wales against Germany. It was like years ago. And and we went out drinking before the game, and I'm a yeah. shit drinker. So we went, we watched the game, the and then by the time we came out of the game and carried on drinking, I just wanted to sleep. So I was just dragged around Cardiff, just falling asleep in every oh, pub because yeah. I was so pissed before the game. Sounds about That's how shit I sound, am. No, sounds about right. That's Cardiff, you. It's just sort of does it to you. Yeah. Oh my god. It takes a, yeah. it takes a lot of stamina to go to all the different places, yeah. which are in to like close proximity. So. Oh God, yeah, because I was just dragged around for about four more hours and I just Gareth, fall asleep you everywhere. You haven't got shit on what I'm going to explain in a minute, mate, so you don't have to worry. I Go. must just say, Mr Thomas, I, I would like to put a personal caveat, and I think, Narlin, uh, you might agree with my personal caveat here. I'm a little bit melancholic that you didn't mention the Goat Major. Oh, I was thinking about what? that. Because it is the only pub I've ever encountered to have pictures of goats all over the wall, and I, for one, am a what, big fan. just random goats being put on the wall? Because it's... It wasn't random. Yeah, you know, opposite... He was part of the it's history. It's the Goat Major, boy, isn't it? It's your national It's better not to a joke yeah. about Wales, you Sit guys. Out. Um, I paraded him around the fucking rugby before, he was, before the game yeah. started and shit. We saw him well, then knocking about. I get the it. I, I wasn't ever sure if it was the same goat. Like, you know what I mean? I, I'm not sure if they got like a. Of course, it's not the same. Maybe if you had goats live for 90 years, just existed on AO and Pride. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the best one I've on this one. Oh. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, I saw him like. I, I, you know, before like the, the, the matches start, you always, you know, see him. Prancing round with the opera, I bet the goats thinking, "Who the fuck are all these people?" Especially when the flames come up as well, I bet it was shit scared. No, he's just he's just looking for the regulars. So, Ryan, um, 
Your favourite pub story or tale, sir? Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so, this was my first time ever meeting, well, one of Elliot's Englishmen. Uh, he come down from London, kindly, and we went to, like I discussed earlier, Live Lounge. And can I stop you for one I'm second, sure what it was. Is it the first time you met yes. an English person or one of Elliot's English people? It's the first time I met Chris. Okay. Uh, the man in the okay. podcast as we speak. Yeah, Elliot okay. is our mutual friend. Narlin will know yeah. about this. Um, yeah, I've got nightmares today about it. So we, we started off around Connors, didn't we, Chris? What was it? Drinking FIFA? It was, yes. Um, Hold on. Then we went again, to sorry, the... Ryan, I'm just interrupting you in flow. Sorry, but what's this sorry, drinking mate. FIFA? You've mentioned it twice. Drinking FIFA? Yeah. Get out. <laughs> no, it's, drinking FIFA is basically, uh, you come up with rules on FIFA. So if you're playing against someone and uh, your opponent scores a goal, you've got to drink half a drink. Um, if they if you've got a red card, it's a full drink. It's a yellow card. Two sips. Okay. You get the idea. So sort yeah. of like it's trying to get each other as pissed as you can. So play as best as you can against each other to not get fucked. I unfortunately that day was piss poor. <laughs> Every all, and he all, paid the, all price. the boys. No, I admit it was so embarrassing. All the boys come down from London to Connor's. Uh, Connor's parents had gone away at the time, so we we had the whole house to ourselves. And I'm just thinking to myself, Billy Big Bollocks. Oh, yeah, I can make it. I can make a good impression on everyone. Start drinking at Connor's. Then it started going downhill. There was there was Gordon's gin. There was a lot of things going on. Then we moved on my right, Chris, down into the Weber Spoons in the middle of that. Like we we, so, we walked yeah. our way to Weber Spoons. Yeah. Yes. So the one in the roundabout. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then we got on the bus to uh, we got on the bus to town. And randomly, I on the way to Live Lounge, I started tackling my mate Connor. I didn't tackle any of the London boys at this point. I just started... I don't know what came over me. I think it was the fresh air, the vodka, the gin. And just as a caveat, when we say tackling, we mean jumping and flooring him to the ground. Like a rugby like tackle. Like a rugby-level tackling, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can't explain it. I can't explain it. And even, even Connor went down. But we got to live lounge and I was like, even, even Connor and Ellie at this point were just like, you're going to be all right, right? You need to calm down. Somehow the bouncers let me in. I don't know why. I started having water and everything and then I started coming back around. Lo and behold, I'm not, I forgot who it was. There was another guy who came down. He ginger hair, long hair. He was a hockey player. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of story about it. He's worse than me, I think. But long story short, he, he bought over like a load of, he bought like, at the bar, like two tequilas, and that uh, for me, or like two tequilas each. People, that's when it went pear shaped. So we're at live lounge, we're dancing away. I'm talking to everyone, and on live lounge where the bands perform, there's about a two foot stage. It's quite a big stage. You could probably get about thirty people on the stage. I get up on the stage. Chris kindly helps me up. I'm just dancing away. All of a sudden. I succumb to Brian. And now for all of you listeners who don't know, Brian is, well, Chris explain. I don't want to explain it myself because I don't do it justice. You don't want to bring him out. I don't want to bring him out, no. No, this is this is beautiful. You carry on, sir. Right, so all of a sudden, Chris being as lovely as he is, I'll be on the stage. We're all on the dance. I got my arm around him. I thought, you know what would be a really good idea? Let's tackle the prick. So I, 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 oh, it's so embarrassing. I just, bear in mind you've just met him. Bear in mind I just met him. I tackled him off the stage in Live Lounge, okay? And luckily, <laughs> I, uh, I tackled him off the stage in front of the bouncer. And I'm surprised that the bouncer, Chris had to go with it. Oh, I'm surprised the bouncers didn't beat me up. It looked like really aggressive. I think it was, I was in there, like, such a regular. I don't know what came over me. I really don't to this day. I just sort of decided it would be a good idea. It could have been anyone. <laughs> but Chris, of all people, he's been so lovely to me. I don't know why. And I woke up in the morning with Chris, uh, 
Connor taking a picture of Chris with a really sad face saying, what have you done to him? Oh, look what you've done to him. And I had a message off all the boys saying, you tackled him off a stage of Ivan. I had no recollection of that. You took out Your Chris, Chris has just left now. Jesus. Well, that shows how shitty he is at rugby, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so now he's there when oh. his rugby top he's shit. Good work, man. I'm proud of you, Ryan. Oh, <laughs> you dug his face so into the stage. No, I look, I look back to this day in sheer embarrassment. In fairness, the bouncer took me out with all the decorum that he could. He didn't actually... I thought, if I was a chance to like, beat, have an excuse to beat someone up or a student up, it would have been then. But the bouncers put their arm around me and just like... Well done, boy. Well done. I just, um, I just felt like, like an abused <laughs> puppy. Like, I looked at him like, what had I done? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought we were cool. <laughs> I thought we were having a lovely night. Apparently, all of a sudden, we're just standing there. And then Connor just looks round and he just sees me just tackle Chris. And he thought it was a brawl. And literally, Chris just goes to Connor. I had done nothing. <laughs> and I, 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 I didn't even know I'd done it. And I got back up and I thought I was just, you know, having a good camaraderie. As we like to call it, but um, no, it turns out I could have got them with GBH or something like that. But Chris, that was that, that was the maddest story because I woke up the next day not realizing what I'd done. I had a really sad picture of your face sent to my phone. And oh, yeah. yeah, I had a really, really oh, I wish I could get a picture. I had a really sad picture just sent to me, and I just thought I need to rethink my drinking habits. It was um, beautiful because we were like, let's get him out because it was my birthday that morning, and I was like, no, no, yeah. no. no. Ryan, Ryan wants to come. It's his fucking birthday. Ryan wants to come. I was like, get Ryan out. Get Ryan out. Ryan needs to come up the mountain. We need to go up the mountain, go to the pub. And it was like, (laughs) he didn't want to come bless him. And I was like, no, no, get him. It's so funny. Get him. Come on, man. Mate, I couldn't, honestly, I couldn't get out of bed. I nearly, I swear that morning, it's not sad though, but I was like, I'm going to cry. I was like, I, I've ruined my reputation. Like, I, this is the first time meeting the London boys. Thankfully, I got a second chance. And I made up for it. But this is the first time meeting the London boys. Every, like, different people to coming downtown. You make it sound like a shit boy band. Really to be honest. You here for a confession? <laughs> oh, no, my confession, man. No, it's um, <laughs> if the police are out here. You might as well get me now, because yes, that was me who tackled. This. I get, I, I get why you hate the fucking first floor live lounge, because I missed all of this because I'm queuing up for a fucking drink that took. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so what birthday was it, Chris? How old were you? I know, like twenty three. No, 22. Yeah. He got like not, not back a year after that tackle. Oh. <laughs> I don't even think it was meant as a tackle. I think Chris just lost his balance. <laughs> you just went yeah, for yeah, a fucking yeah. headbutt in his balls. Yeah. <laughs> I know, to be what fair, Chris, you're quite to, to be that. fair, mate. You're probably quite a hard man to like take down, so I must have. Yeah, some part of Brian must have thought it was rational. Yeah, yeah so Brian. Uh, do explain. Yeah, that, Chris, that, now that you can explain to Brian. I can't explain. I just think Brian is the level of drunk Ryan gets when he sees everyone as an enemy, and it's it's fascinating. And he can't even pronounce his own name or something. He yeah. calls himself Brian. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's got an alter ego, Gareth. He's got an old, <laughs> like your alter ego would be Barath. Uh, his yeah. is Brian. Uh, it's just really yeah. Frightening. So Connor, Connor. Now, no, it's, oh, honestly, I'm a, I'm a lovely person. Just do you know Connor? He the one once again. He's, he's going to be a guest soon. He he's got. I don't know why he's learned how to deal with Brian, and that he just puts his arm around me. Just like he doesn't take he doesn't take any of my shit. Mm. Slaps me on the back so of the head. So is Brian like, because you it. become a bastard Ryan. So it's yeah, like... it's a bastard Ryan. <laughs> yeah. basically. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a bastard. Oh, it's no reflection on the normal Ryan. Yeah. I think it's just if I get to that blackout drunk, I just turn into something not normal. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's the drinking Jekyll and Hyde. 
Chris, can we hear your side of the story? What were you doing just before he took I'm you out? I'm having a nice night dancing, I, I assume, to the Scissor Sisters or Sam Smith or something equally camp. And then there I am lying on the floor looking at everyone's legs. And um, what position did you... Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bugger. Um, what, position, right, yeah. what position did you play in rugby when you used to play rugby, Chris? Yeah, it was number eight. What were you, Ryan? Did you ever play rugby? Number 12. Okay. Well, needed a bit of audio description. Gareth does a judgmental look at Chris. Yeah. <laughs> the numbers were revealed. Yeah, I did. I'm judging them all and the time. And he swivels man. on his chair, asserting a bit of yeah. subtle, subtle dominance of power. Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that's true. To be honest, I must admit, each episode, Chris gets more and more interesting. It's <laughs> good quite to good. Know. I mean, yeah. There we go, not just because of your, not because of what you're wearing for this episode, which is red trousers with an orange top, which is very good, Chris. But you know, I mean, yeah. Oh, sorry, I'll just leave. <laughs> yeah, you're just fucking dull, darling. You may as well just fuck off. Um, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, to try some of my hair. Yeah, we're going to replace you with Ryan or Brian, actually. <laughs> Yeah. The Ryan and Brian, someone will be in oh, next episode. What? One day, next time, we'll have a different guest on. We'll have Brian. We'll get him down one pint or one pint of vodka, and we'll have Brian as a guest. I think for the end of season two, we should get Brian and Connor on at the same time and let them Ooh. argue it out. Yes, <laughs> let I them agree. fucking fight it out with couple, couple audio therapy. description. <laughs> that'll be a that'll be a good one. Here we go, our top three then, gentlemen. So, number three was the live lounge in Cardiff. Number two is the Prince of Wales Rubber Spoons in Cardiff. And number three, this will come as a surprise, in Cardiff, it's the <laughs> Hague Memorial Club in Whitechurch. So, we have two more questions for you, Ryan, and then you're free to do what you want. We've all got right. space for another drink behind our bar. What is your favourite drink of all time, sir? Tiny Rebel, rhubarb and custard sour. Got it's it right done. here. Are we doing it on Shit. tap? Are we doing Fancy. it on a can, sir? In a can. They come in 330 milliliter cans. It's from Ooh. my favourite. It literally, so it's got, uh, it even said on the can, it's the perfect, right? So, it's like a rose gold. It's taste of, like, sweet Haribo candy. And it tastes, like, afterwards, it's fruity on the intake. Swallow it, and it is literally taste of custard. It's the you have just you have just surprised me. I me, mean, I know. I wasn't expecting this to come. I was expecting some sort of lager. Ah. I'm like really surprised, Ryan. Yeah, I, I, am, am, I am. I'm a I big think... fan of their pineapple express, the tiny rebel pineapple yeah. express. Mate, you, you got learned... taken down yeah. by a man who eats sweets, Chris. <laughs> Basically, a man who likes to get drunk on sweets. <laughs> you got wiped out by. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm following it... up with. Uh, I'd like to say I think Narlin, you could agree with this. Tiny Rebel is the best brewery in Wales. Yeah. They got. They got. They did have a drink called Club Tropicana, but uh, Pepsi sued them because Tropicana was like one of their drinks so they have to play change it back to like club tropica it's like pineapple express just it's a bit more on the fizzy gassy side pineapple express it's tiny, yeah it's, it, it's the best brewery you could go to in my it's opinion it's a hell of a brewery in wales yeah, i tell you yeah. sounds as if wales is preparing for global warming isn't it you know? <laughs> wales is a nation of pure strength yeah. So tiny rebel rhubarb and custard in a 330ml can behind our bar done and dusted What's your bar snack, Ryan? Well, I put it here. Chili coated nuts. That, oh, nice. It's nice. The it's the perfect, perfect. Now, are perfect they are they, are they ordered or are they in a mixed bowl on our bar? No, they are in a glass jar displayed with plenty of others, you know, like the um, salt and vinegar crisps, the, um, oh, what's the, the twiglets, whatever you like to call it. And they're served in a pint glass with a silver uh, scoop and put in the pint glass. 
Traditional, right. mate. Nice. nice. There we go. Well, there we go, ladies and gentlemen. There's your two free. There's your free top pubs. Um, there's behind the bar, and there's your best drinking story, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for coming on, Mr. Ryan Thomas. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Ooh, cheers, Ryan. Good, man. Thank you very much to this week's guest, Mr. Ryan Thomas, reminding us that in the future we need to get the enigmatic figure of Mr. Connor Reese. Yeah, and if you want to get in touch with us to be on season two and possibly season three, I mean we're surviving quite well. Um, email us at podcrawlpubcast at gmail.com there you go as Gareth rightly pointed out this is the last episode of series one thank you all for listening I hope you had fun drop us any feedback follow subscribe stay tuned for season two where we will possibly go into why Gareth has a little secret about his childhood hero that doesn't involve Narlin thank you very much for listening Narlin's such a cunt since his hair grew I only have it to piss you off (laughs) 